Your podcast is a powerful tool that serves your audience and your business. But how do you manage it all, bring in new listeners, and convert those listeners into customers? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators. I'm Sarah Whitaker, classroom teacher turned podcast manager, and I'm here to help you get the most out of your show, all while making an impact on other educators. Well, hello, and welcome back to Podcasting for Educators. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day today to be with me for another mini episode. This week, I want to talk about something that you can do to get to know your listeners a little bit better. And a few months ago, I put out a survey to my podcast listeners. I'm so glad that I did because it really gave me some great information. If you've heard me talk about podcast stats before, then you've probably heard me complain a little bit about them because there are definitely a lot of ways that podcasting stats could improve. And one of the many downsides to podcasting stats is that you really, as a podcast host, you have really limited information on who is actually listening unless your people are reaching out to you one-on-one. And of course, I mean, it is very likely that not every single one of your podcast listeners are sending you messages or sending you emails. So in your podcast host, you can see your downloads and things like that. And some hosts will give you information on like where the listener lives, their gender, but you really want more information than that, right? You really want to know details about the people behind the downloads. So one way that you can do this is to put out a quick survey to get to know exactly who your listeners are. Putting out listener surveys is something that you can do several times throughout the year, and there's lots of ways and platforms that you can use to create these surveys. So for example, I use ClickUp for my project management, and so I created my survey on there because... You can create a form right on ClickUp, and then it gives you a share link to share with people. And then once they fill it out, it will automatically give you their responses. If you don't use ClickUp, there's lots of other options. There's Typeform, which has both free and paid plans. And then, of course, there's Google Forms. And I think Google Forms is a great option if you don't have a project management tool in place that gives you the ability to create these surveys. I would just go with Google Forms. Everybody knows how how they work, and they're super easy to put together. So whatever you decide to use, what kinds of questions could you include on these surveys? First and foremost, think about the goal of your survey. What are you trying to accomplish with putting this out? And let that answer kind of drive your questions. So for example, if you're trying to get a better understanding of who is listening, you might include questions that will give you answers about like their profession, their age, their likes and dislikes, things like that. When I put out my survey, I had a question that said, which of these describes you? And I let them know you can select more than one. And so then it was like a multiple choice kind of question. And they could either choose, I'm a TBT author I help educators in a way other than TBT, I'm a podcast manager, or there was also an other option. Because I knew that there was kind of a mix of the types of people who were listening, but I really wanted to get a little bit 
more clear on the balance of people who are listening? Are there more podcast managers who are listening to my show to learn more about podcasting? Or is it more who my ideal listener is and my ideal client, which is some sort of educator who is supporting other educators or parents or children? So those answers gave me really, really good information. And then I also included the question underneath of that one said, you can expand on your answer above if you'd like to tell me a little bit more about what you do. And I'm really glad that I put that because most of the people did fill that out and I got to learn a little bit more about who they are, what their business is, and who they support. Then I asked, do you currently have a podcast? If not, are you thinking of starting one? And the purpose of that is because I wanted to get a feel for, okay, are most of the people listening, people who already have podcasts in place and they're looking for those growth strategies and ways to make their make managing their podcast more sustainable? Or is it mostly full of people who haven't not started their podcast yet and they're kind of trying to build that foundation before they get started? Because, of course, it always goes back to creating the right content for your listeners, and the answers to these questions are really going to help you do that. Then I asked questions like, what is a topic that you would like to hear on a future episode of Podcasting for Educators? I love asking this from time to time to hear if there's any pain points that they're struggling with or things that they're really curious about that I can create an episode around. And, of course, it's great for you as the host because that gives you topic ideas that you know will resonate with your listeners. And then I also asked, how did you find out about my podcast? And I really recommend including this question because then you can know, okay, are a lot of my listeners finding me from Instagram or are they finding me because they heard me as a guest on another podcast? Or did they find my podcast because somebody recommended it to them or because It showed up in a Google search that they did. That's really good information for you to know and to ask consistently so that you can really get a feel for like your ROI on these other things that you're doing in your business. And then, I mean, some other questions that you could include are things like, how old are you? How long have you been teaching? Do you have children? Where do you listen to your podcast? What are you currently struggling with at work? Do you have any feedback for me on my show? That's a really good one. That can be a scary one to put in there because you never know what people are going to say. But again, great information, great feedback for you. So where do you share this survey? You can share this on Instagram, like in your Instagram stories, and then just include a link sticker. That's what I did with mine, and it worked really well. Uh, You could put it in your weekly newsletter or a separate email specifically just about this survey. And of course, if you have a Facebook group, you can post it in there as well. Now, the big question is, okay, I understand why I should do a survey. I understand how to do it, but how do I get people to actually fill it out? Because that's where people run into some roadblocks. They create this survey and they put it out there and they don't get any responses. It can be hard to get people to do stuff like this, to fill things out. You need to have some sort of incentive. People love incentives and it's just what works. So I did a giveaway for mine. Everybody who entered got entered into a drawing for a $50 gift card. And that works really well. You want to keep it short. Remember that you can do these several times per year. 
People have very short attention spans. They will X out of your survey if it's too time-consuming for them to fill out. You want to use multiple-choice questions whenever possible. They don't all have to be multiple-choice, but, of course, that's going to make it a lot easier for people to to choose their answers and to breeze through this survey. And then you could include some that are short answer as well so that you can have them expand on things. But if it's possible to include choices, I definitely recommend doing that. And then the other tip I would say is that you want to keep it open for at least a week so that it gives you time to send out reminders. If you're putting it on Instagram, you're posting it on your stories several times so that people have the chance to actually get to see it and to be reminded to do it. Okay, so after you fill out your survey, you've got this great data. Now, what do you do with it? You can use the results from your survey to drive your content planning. For example, if you're someone who has a podcast for speech pathologists, you might find out from your survey that 90% of the people listening have been in the profession for five plus years because maybe one of your questions was, how long have you been a speech pathologist? And the multiple choice answers are, less than one year, one to three years, four to five years, five plus years, however you want to structure it. And knowing that information, that might change what you put a stronger emphasis on in your episodes and what kinds of topics you cover more than other topics. So I just think it's a really, really great way to get that detailed information about the people who are listening to your show and anybody who's going to take the time to fill out your survey They are probably somebody who really enjoys following you and who really loves listening to your show. So it's really, it's just very validating that, hey, people are listening to my show. They're enjoying my content and the right types of people, the people that I'm hoping are listening are actually listening. And just, I'll just quickly add that another great reason for these surveys is if you ever decide to have sponsors in the future for your show, they are going to want this kind of information. They're going to want this specific information about who is listening because they're not so much concerned about your content. They're concerned about the people who are listening because those are the people who are going to be listening to their ads and hopefully taking action on their ads. So just wanted to add that in. All right. So your call to action today is to go create a short survey, three to five questions that you can send out to your audience this week. I will catch you here in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To keep this conversation going, connect with me on Instagram at Podcasting for Educators. I'm always looking for an excuse to talk about podcasting. If you're looking for support in launching, managing, or growing your podcast, check out my online course, The Podcasting for Educators Prep School at podcastingforeducators.com slash prep school. I'll see you here next time.